What's going on, people? This is your boy DJ Aaron, alongside my brother, as always, Cornbread. Tonio, how you doing, man? What's going on with yo, you? Yo, Episode yo, yo, 174. Yo, 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 174. Yo, them things. Yo, yo, yo. We still going, baby. Yo, 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 yo. We still here. My mic on. I lo- oh, it's Turn on. Let's get Turn it. Let's get Turn it. Headphones up, man. We're here, bro? man. Welcome to the A Square Podcast, people, <laughs> man. Um, Definitely happy to be here. Um, you know, uh, we released the episode last week. We had Josh Rosen on. Shut up. Um, it, with his uh, impressions and whatnot, man. It was a. I want to say first of all, thank you to everybody who listened, <clears throat> man. Everybody who right. hit us up, sending me messages in the inbox, saying we got to have him back on. Uh, his impressions of Skip Bayless is is <laughs> so far is unmatched, man. It's hilarious. Right. And he's got a lot more. As you guys remember, he did say he's working on DeSantis. So it's definitely going to be interesting to hear him uh, do his DeSantis impressions and Trump impressions together as they are trying to become the Republican nominee. That's going to be <laughs> funny. And I'm waiting on him to do that. That's going to be great, man. So shout out to him for coming on. And if you guys have not had an opportunity to listen to that episode uh, 173, uh, dropped last week. Go and check shout, that out. Shout out to you too, man, for holding it down for me, man. I appreciate it. You know, it was, appreciate it. You know, a little little vacay we can talk about in a little bit, but you yeah. know, you held it down for me, man. So thank you, bro. It's my first yeah, episode man. I missed, man. I'm sorry to the listeners, like, bro. I've been there <laughs> 173 <laughs> times, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, bro. I missed one too, man. It's all good. You <laughs> held it down. I hold it down. Yep. This is what we do, man. So. Where you want to start at, bro? Like, what were you, uh, where were you at last week? We'll start there, and I'll start with the week before. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, just on a little vacation, man. End up going to uh, Dominican Republic, man, Punta Cana. So nice weather. Um, now it's kind of like their springtime. You know, there's it's kind of like their summer and then spring. Mm-hmm. You know, here it's spring and summer, but yeah. for them, um, it wasn't too. It was like 80s, 90s, nice weather. Uh, they could only rain on the Fourth of July. Imagine that, right? But um, it should uh, rain there on that day. What do you mean? <laughs> it should. Yeah, got uh, did a couple. Um, like I said, excursions, man. So it it was great. Like I said, good to get away on the beach, chilled out, bro. You need it sometimes. You just gotta unwind, bro. You, phone was on airplane mode the whole time, so I ain't getting no spam calls. Good. Nobody asked me for no, for no money. Actually, one person did, so he's wild and I ain't respond, but. <laughs> But other than that, so it was good to get away, man. But I'm going to put something out, you know, uh, Cornbread Movie Review. Make sure y'all subscribe to that. I'm going to, you know, cook it up, man, and, and do like another, you know, travel pros and cons, tips, what I what I learned and stuff like that. And I got some video footage, too. So that's how my week was, man. Talk to me about yours, man, especially the week before, man. <laughs> so uh, as some of you already know, based on my uh, – uh, messages on social media and things like that. I took a road trip. I drove down to Atlanta. Um, easy going trip, man. You know, I, I'm a road trip guy, bro. So I, I love, I love looking at things that you don't necessarily get to see, man. When you in the air, bro, you just go straight to sleep and you wake up and you're there and that's cool. And I, I do appreciate the convenience of that. But at the same time, it's something about just you, and the road and the things and the towns that you go through, you get to see how different people live in small towns as you pass through. So I drove down there to go check my son out uh, in the Kenny Smith tournament. And uh, although I missed the first day, first couple of games, I was able to make it to the last game of his, um, which I appreciate you, bro, because you went to check him out. That was uh, He was very happy Absolutely. about that. Absolutely, man. That's family, bro. That's family. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So that that was good. And then the next game, man, bro, I get there. First of all, Atlanta ain't no joke, bro. (laughs) Let me me explain to the people what I mean by that. It's it's one thing to go to a game and watch your kids play. Parents are going to be competitive as well. In Georgia, they different. First of all, everybody cussing as soon as you walk in the building, bro. <laughs> everybody everybody was cussing. Everybody was mad and happy at the same time. Yeah. So they dapping you up and they mad at the same time. So it's crazy. So we're sitting right next to like a family member from the other team. The judge, the scoring people, terrible at taking scores. Well, they messed up the score. 
you hit a you hit a three, they give you a two, they gotta go back and review it. It was just a, it was a mess. But in that game, my son hit eight out of eleven threes. He was cooking. He went crazy, man. And it was so crazy. it was so crazy because I'm listening to I'm cheering for my son, but I'm hearing them next to me and they like Double them. Don't let them shoot. Don't let them. Don't let them drive. Don't let them do that. You know what I'm saying? They going off. Yeah. And and then, of course, he got recruited by another coach, which was, you know, um, which was great to see. I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of his dedication to the game. He has a dedication that uh, I could only wish I had. And like he is he's very motivated, dedicated to being great and he doesn't take a minute like to just he doesn't even want to chill and I'm learning things with him as time goes because now we're in the teenage years so on our trip back home road trip surprise road trip to him we're gonna stop in the Smoky Mountains we're gonna have a good time just father-son time bro whole trip yeah, man, basketball, man, and basketball, man, and yeah, I just got to get this going in basketball, man, and if I just in basketball, and I'm like, yeah, I remember the days of us hooping, we wore, and I know you know this, because you did, every, we all did it, we had shorts on underneath the pants, we ready to go at all times, bro, mm -hmm. so although he's not wearing the shorts underneath, underneath his pants, he's got a backpack in the front seat. He won't put it in the back seat. I'm like, right. put the bag in the back seat. You good? Like, we, like, like they're like they're a, a hoop on the highway, huh? Like he anything can go. He ready a to hoop stop. at the stop, bro. <laughs> He's like, no, it's, it can stay right here. It's good. Yeah. I'm like, so it's everything's basketball. I'm like, so we go to the Smoky Mountains. He doesn't know that we're going. We go there. Passing through, he's like, man, these mountains are amazing. This is crazy. This looks great. We pull into the hotel room. He's like, what are we doing? I said, we staying here for the night, man. We check out the town, check, see what's going on. For what? They ain't hooping. <laughs> All these people walking around and they not, they ain't a ball in sight. That's they not hooping. So it's funny, but it made me mad because I'm like, I'm trying to spend time with you, son. And he's like, yeah, yeah I understand. He was like, yeah, we're going to have, we can have fun. I'm just saying, I just... Missing a day, it, he says missing a day is like, so if he goes back to hoops the next day, he's going to miss something from the day before. He's going to feel stiff. And I'm like, you, you can train your mind to know, like, you're going to feel that way because you're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. But to take a day off, to recuperate, to, you know what I'm saying, to just be positive about it. You know, like when I go back, I'm going to work on this, that, and the third. So I'm trying to teach him that. But uh, it probably ain't gonna work because he dedicated. He's he's so yeah. dedicated. I mean, and, and like I said, you know, we talked about that a little bit when he was here. You know, just yeah. understanding. Hey, man, I I was a D one athlete, bro. Like I said, I've seen it before. You going, you know, you don't want to. Those days are so pivotal and so small. That window, that's where the, all the dedication needs to happen. But you're also missing out on life, where that window is small, where all you can do is ball and not having another worries, right? That's like, because you're going to have a kid, you're going to have a job, you're going to have a mortgage, you're going to have all real this life. stuff, and real life is going to hit you. Now, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you, you're going to miss out on the time you could have fun, went to the, right. the the high school prom or did all this other stuff. Yeah. So, it's, it's like I said, I think it was good a good conversation, you know what I'm saying? I, I think he listened. I mean, if he do it no, or not, that's up to did. him. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's his did. life. But I think he did listen. If he takes it, good. If he don't, good. But, you know, it was good. Uh, it was good I'm, to see and I'm thinking about like the future. I'm like, man, I've seen so many athletes go this direction, and then when something happens, life happens. They don't know how to get a job. They don't know what they like. They don't mm -hmm. know anything. They, it's hard to have a conversation because all their life has been dedicated into sports. And I never forced my son to play sports. I just tried to guide him to being great, not just being great at basketball, but being great at life, being a, a compassionate person, loving person, kind person, you know what I'm saying? All of that I try to mold him into, and I just don't want to see that. But also at the same time, I got to understand, man, when I was 15, what was I passionate about? Was I passionate about uh, uh, anything at that time? I was trying to hang out. I was trying mm -hmm. to do whatever. So kids are going to be kids. 
And as long as he's staying out of trouble and being kind to people. And his grades are good. Grades are great. 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 Yeah. He's, I, I'm happy and I'm very proud of him. So I feel you. And, and I had a great time. Man. Kudos to you too, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know we don't hear it enough, but, you know, you being a father, an active father, trying to teach him stuff that, you know, shit, we already talked about our fathers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, they weren't present, right? So it's like you trying to spend that time. He he don't see that. But when he's 35, 36, 37, yeah. taking his kid on the road trip, that's when it's going to reflect and like, oh, shit, that's right. My dad used to do this with me. And his that's son going to be the exact same way. I know. Or daughter. It don't matter. She they going to think they know everything, who. But That's like, it. nah, you going you going it's the cycle, right? So yeah. kudos to you too, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Sure? So listen, guys, um, it is so much going on in the world. We have not talked about some of the biggest headlines, but I Tony, I want to give you the opportunity to go ahead, man. What do you want to start <laughs> with? What's going on and anything? Where would you like to start, bro? All right, we, I'm about, we're we about missed to go a lot. Yeah, we missed so. a lot. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say we missed a lot. I should say we haven't talked about so many things that's going on. I guess we should start with that. Yeah, so What'd I'm about think? to go in, man. So I need y'all to listen to this for a few seconds. Let's get it. What you got this for here us? On a Thursday night, we do begin tonight with the landmark Supreme Court ruling striking down affirmative action as we know it in college admissions, overturning a key tool used for more than 40 years to make campuses more diverse in this country. Two schools at the center of this decision, Harvard, America's oldest private university, and the University of North Carolina, the oldest public one. The 6-3 decision with the conservative majority standing together, the liberal minority united in dissent. Chief Justice John Roberts writing for the majority, saying the two schools' admissions policies, quote, involve racial stereotyping in a way that violates the Constitution. Justice Clarence Thomas acknowledging he benefited from affirmative action, siding with the majority, saying race-conscious practices, quote, fly in the face of our colorblind Constitution. Justice Sonia Sotomayor also crediting affirmative action with her success in life, saying the court's decision, quote, rolls back decades of precedent and momentous progress in this country. And today, the moment at the White House when the president was asked, is this a rogue court? He paused, the silence in the Roosevelt Room, and then he said, this is not a normal court. ABC's Terry Moran leading us off tonight from the Supreme Court. So I guess let's unpack this, bro. So I think growing up, um, affirmative action, you know, was a real topic. You know, obviously we're millennials, but I think it happened way before us, right? Maybe the Gen Zers or whatever, like, benefited from it or was hurt from it. The Xbox, the first Xbox. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, the <laughs> PS5s, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> when you got college admissions, right? You have someone, you fill out a form and it says, what's your height, age, race, gender, all that, right? <clears throat> we were in a time, and low-key somewhat still are, where your name wouldn't get you a position. Mm-hmm. Your name would not get you that acceptance letter. If your name was Shakresha, Precious, Darnell Jenkins... It doesn't matter about your accolades. They kicking you out. You ain't you ain't finna get accepted, bro. So this continued to happen where people of minority and and gender, and I'm speaking of for females, are having these um great accomplishments in life, even if it's even to a white male or white female, and they're not getting the opportunity, right? right. So nine out of 10 times, the white person is getting that opportunity. So this is where affirmative action comes, where it helps out the little person, right? The minorities, the female, where, hey, even with the same credentials, they need to get selected. I don't even care if it's one uh, criteria less. You need diversity in your school, in your workplace, in life in general, right? That's where affirmative action happens. So these two colleges now feel like, just because you're black and a female, that's giving you a leg up. So we need to stop doing that. No, what kept happening is, oh, Aaron knows the the dean at Harvard. He goes to Thanksgiving with them. Hey, have you ever thought about going to Harvard? No, I haven't. Where's your resume? Send it to me, and we'll bring you the fuck in. 
where's the equality in that? Black people, minorities don't have that luxury to eat with presidents, boosters, the money to fund this, the money to even think about getting in these seminars. That's right. Right? <clears throat> so it's like we have to work 10 times harder just to even be seen as equal. And now you take, you're stripping that away. You know how hard it is to grow up with seven kids in a in one parent household with no father and still graduate from college? I don't even know that I don't even, it's probably like playing the lottery. Right? And growing up with, around <laughs> gangs. Real shit. Come on, bro. Like it, it's so disrespectful how last year we dealt with Roe versus Wade, bro. How we're telling females what they do to what their body. And now we're saying affirmative action is reverse racism. How how do you blame the victim now? That's what this is. This is victim shaming. This is the girl who's walking in a nice skirt and she get raped. And you say, why does she wear that nice skirt, bro? That's that's how I feel like y'all just told me about this affirmative action, bro. And I'm disgusted with that news, man. So, DJ, you can take it away from there, bro. So, I, um, I want to say that I completely understand and I agree with everything that you said. What's interesting is, and I was going to bring it up before he even said it, Clarence Thomas benefited from it. Crazy. He's in the position for life because he benefited from this. I'm not taking anything away from how hard he worked. I don't know. You know, I, look, but beyond the person, you still have to do the work. Facts. So I'm not discrediting anything at all that he, you know what I'm saying, that, that he worked hard for and made it. He did it. I guess when I see that and then I see him vote against it, it doesn't surprise me because we just talked about this, I think, not too long ago with him being tight friends with certain people that's in the certain realm of politics and so on and so forth, taking trips with, you know, uh, big name people that, that he technically shouldn't be doing because of his position, correct? He should not be doing that, but he is doing that. Mm -hmm. Going to the Hamptons with them, flying privately, like doing certain things. And that goes to exactly what you were saying. Who get, do we get to do that? Does a regular common person get to do that? No. They said, hey, he's good. Give him your resume. I'm going to work you in. Maybe, maybe not. But there are some people that do get that opportunity. I'm not saying he got that opportunity to like that. I'm just saying there are times that people do get that opportunity. So for him not to see that, it's not surprising to me. It's just, it's almost like the audacity when I see it. It's the audacity of, of you and, and how do you can't even like justify, you can't justify, um, you can't justify that. You know what I mean? Like you can't, there, there's no, there's no, I tried to, I always try to look at both sides of the fence, bro. Always. You can't justify that. And it's six to three. We couldn't even get five to four. It's crazy, dog. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I, I, I'll i never get it. The, the I think, fact I, that I think I do. I think I do get it. I think I do get it. It's because it's because there is privilege. It don't matter how hard you worked, how hard you got up, whatever. The circle around you has some type of privilege involved. He could have came from the mud, bro. He could have came from what they say, get it out the mud. He could have said all of that and ended up in... <clears throat> In the same building as some of the richest people in the world, and somehow he became accepted. It's the same thing when you have, and I, I always say it like this, it's like kind of like um a super lame dude who ain't never had no girls, never had no friends, never had nothing. He becomes a cop, and then he becomes the bully. Like, we see that all the time. Now, now he's best friends with all the people. You know what I'm saying? Like he's taking advantage and he's privileged. It's like that. Like this, he probably them his people versus the people he came up with. If he came up that way or whatever the case may be. So I, I do, I do get it. Cause there are people who will do evil things when they don't even know they doing the evil shit. They don't know. And or they don't, or, or, or they could, they could know and not care. 
Is that is that possible? You can know and be like, well, that's, and, and that is. is a fact. I'm here for he he might be like I'm in here for life. I'm in here for what's really general uh, generational wealth. This is my family. I'm passing this down to my 15 grand great grandchildren, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be set up forever. He probably thinking like that. That's not the way that we would like him to think or respect him to think. I'm just saying that it ain't far fetched, bro. And and it, it it spits in the face of people who deal with real life now. And what I mean by that is, I the passion that I have, there's white males out there who are going through the exact same thing that I went through, right? So yes. it's like there is yeah. no, yeah. You're overlooking the path to get there. It's way easier. Um, I'll tell you a story. We did this in I think it was like my freshman year in high school. I think we did this. I, I'm sure by now, like, you know, this this uh, exercise has been shown many times on the YouTube. But we were in class, said everybody stand up, get in the line. Mm. And they say, <clears throat> who here, um, parents are married. Mm-hmm. Take a step forward, right? Who here has a two-parent household? People step forward. Who here received a new car when they were 16? People step forward. Who here, they'll just keep going on and on and on, right? Mm-hmm. So by the demographics of the class, it separates, right? We're mm-hmm. going to have majority of Caucasian male and females, maybe some Indians and in, in, um, Asian people, mixed whatever, in. Whatever, Asians, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And, and maybe one black person. Mm-hmm. And then the majority of the male and female are black or minorities, right? It could be Hispanic, whatever, in the back, right? And I partook in this. I didn't take, I took probably one step off of the 10 things, right? Yeah. So I said, I'm that's I'm always been me and I'm gonna be me until I die. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna speak up. I don't I don't care, bro. I said, you didn't ask one question about us. You didn't ask one question about what we've done. To take a step or not take a step. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask what are our grades. You didn't ask what sports we play. How are we good at these sports? You didn't ask are we this 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 this. I said you ask the stuff that we can't control, bro. And then I then I get looked at like I'm the crazy one, bro. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I feel. You guys are counting with this non affirmative action life that happens to people and the journey that it took to get there. Yeah, we both like you said. Um, you said you love to drive, see yeah. the city. Me, what time am I flight leaving? I'm not seeing <laughs> yeah. no city. I don't yeah. care. We both, but we both got to LA. Yeah, I just got there in four or five hours. You got there in 24 hours. There you but go. we both got there. Mm-hmm. But your journey took longer because of the path that it took you. That right. has to account for something, bro. Yeah. And that you just ripping that away from kids. Yeah. I, I, and and I think college admissions are already falling because first off, we see that it's a lie that you need a college degree to be successful now. That's a lie that was told to us, right? You don't. Yeah. We're in a, a, a age of technology, entrepreneurship, all this shit, bro. It's YouTube. It's an 11-year-old making $30 million right now, bro, bro, on YouTube. Younger than that. Younger so, than that. Younger than that. So it's like you. the kids now are hip to all the tricks of I could, it's YouTube University, Google University, right? Facts. Or Network yeah. University. Yeah. They're not going to school. Right. And now you're making it even harder for that one kid who has the dream to, man, I'll, I'll, I'll die. Illinois, you got the shirt on now. Illinois State hey, is my facts. alma mater, bro. Yeah. I'll die for that school, bro. But there's a kid out there, man, I'm going to die for Harvard. I want to die for Yale. They wanna, I want to die go. for yeah. whatever. No doubt. And then they put in their application, got all the credentials, and you deny them based off of because they are a black male. Uh, we got too many black males now. But you don't say that about too many white males. It don't make sense to me, bro. So that's how I feel, bro. Yeah. And, you know, I would say that hopefully that this isn't the end for it. You know, I I, I still have some, um, I guess I I stay positive as much as I possibly can. Uh, I mean, if it started 50 whatever years ago, I believe, I feel that this can be overturned, something that can happen. I don't know all the laws and I don't know whatever, you know, it has to go through. But um, we, in general, are going through a state of change, period. And 
for whatever reason that they're doing it? I can't answer that to be 100%, but I can just tell you it's ugly. It's really ugly. It is, man. To the to people out there listening, if y'all got some kids that's about to graduate college or um, maybe doing, going through college right now and, and they're getting denied over and over, kind of find out why. That's what you yeah. should do. Right. Find out maybe it could have been the essay, maybe it could have been the grades, maybe it could have been a location or whatever that is. Find out why and try to combat that and, and, and try again, bro. Don't get discouraged by it. But no that's, that's BS to me, man. No doubt. Um, so in other news, obviously, uh, we'll keep this short right here because it was short. Um, the submarine that uh, went down to see the Titanic. Didn't make it. I'm sure by now all y'all have heard the news of the um, of the submarine that went down to see the Titanic. It had been very deep before, visited before. Um, and the more news that we came out with, the more news that came out with, it got more ridiculous and more ridiculous. It, it was, was told. Show. It was told that uh, there were a, a couple of people who got fired because they didn't say, "Hey, it's cool. Yeah, go. It's hey, y'all safe. It's cool." They said, "No, this is not right. This isn't right. This happens. This happened." They said, "Hey, you say it happens," or they said, "They well, were I, firing people that said it's not safe." They said, "Hey, but if you look at," they said, "Don't come to work." <laughs> That's what they said. They, they said it's time with you. Remember, I told you about that. When Tom Cruise wanted to run down the scale of the building, and yeah. the stunt man said, "No, I'm not clearing that." He, all no. right, we'll fire him. Fire, get the next one in, and I'm gonna fire him if he say no. No, he was like, "Well, yeah, do it. Thank you." You looking for yes? You looking for yes? You looking for yes? It's the they they wanted to do it. They went down there. Um, obviously, it didn't make it. Now, here's the craziest part about it is. They spent four days, I believe it was four days. Yeah, they had like three days worth of oxygen. Saying that they were looking for it. Right. James, uh, it was James Cameron. I think it it was him. I believe that's his name. Uh, The first guy that went to, that shot the Titanic movie. I think it was James Cameron. Anyways, him and a couple of other people said the moment they got a message that said that the submarine uh, that was going down, capsule, whatever y'all want to call it, uh, Tylenol pill, a Pepsi can, I don't know, whatever y'all want to call it. It was like a minivan. It's crazy. He said when they said that it had gone missing or, it, you know, they couldn't find it, he said he knew immediately they were dead. He said the problem was the media – he said that when they went down, he said when they said that they couldn't find it, they didn't have no communication. He said everybody on his ship that was out on the ocean <laughs> doing other stuff, because he'd been doing this forever, bro. Like, this is his lifelong dedication to ocean explore, exploration and all that. And he said he knew immediately. They took a toast and said, you know, God bless those people. You know, we knew them. We didn't agree with what they were doing, but... We know, as the people that does this, they're gone. And the media made a spectacle of this. And he said that he felt extremely horrible for the families because the media put them, you know, put this out as if they was going to find them. And he knew it wasn't, it was, it was over. He knew it. Um, I thought about this a lot, man, and I know that there are people who want to explore, and I don't have a problem with people exploring, because if we never had people explore, we would never know a damn thing about this earth. We would never know right. anything. That's we would never. Fact. We wouldn't know what a tiger is. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know anything. So we need people to explore. It wouldn't be in America, bro. Facts. It wouldn't be no America. It, it. Here's my problem. My problem is. The same people that say that, you know, that that do this for the thrill, not just exploring, the thrill, the thrill, you know me, I told you before, I love Mount Everest and all this stuff, I love it, I love it, I love it, I watch every documentary. Yeah. The thrill to pay as much money you can, 
pay to go up there, the thrill to pay as much money as these certain people pay to go in the ocean, thrill to people pay to go to space. Just the thrill. They're not even astronauts. They just, they just, they just got money. The thrill are the same people that sit around and talk about how much they care about humanity. They're the same billionaires, same five, six billionaires that say this. And all it takes is two or three of them to completely stop homelessness. That's it. And it's not to say that they don't donate because they do, but they donate with reasons behind it. They know that if they donate, they can write offs and recoup the money and invest yeah. it into this, that, and the third. It's not organic. <clears throat> and there are some people who do do it. You know, I'm not bashing any specific person. I'm only saying that the same people that go and they do stuff like this and when they end up dead, there's a reason why social media goes crazy and be laughing and be doing certain things because y'all same people that saying, hey, uh, we we world hunger and this and we hate this, but y'all the same people that run sweatshops. Y'all the same people that do these things. And I, it's not that we don't, as people, have compassion. We have compassion. We see them. I feel bad for the people that went down there and especially the son that went down there who said, I guess he didn't want to go to begin with. But his father was like, no, it's Father's Day. I want to take you to this. I feel terrible that that happened. And also at the same time, you guys are going that you guys are doing this for the thrill and for the fun. Meanwhile, you're still talking about world hunger and all these different things. I kind of, I can see why the internet went the way the internet did. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, the internet, internet, like <laughs> it's the internet. Bro. I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> It's the internet. I ain't never it seen is. the internet in court. I ain't never seen the internet get arrested. I ain't. It's there. It, it just does what it does, bro. It, it, it is what it is. I mean, uh, you're going to get those jokes. You're going to get And the like jokes. you said, it's unfortunate. But Kobe died in a helicopter with his daughter, and people made jokes. They did. Took pictures. People made jokes about 9-11. People make jokes about Columbine. People make jokes about Handy, uh, Sandy Hook. My man just got... 90 consecutive lives when he shot up a Walmart. Yeah. Come on. But bro. let me just throw one more thing out there too. Go ahead, bro. All right. You know, um, I watched this video. I think I sent it to the group, and I think you missed it, and I think you sent it to the group. <laughs> that never that happens. Often. That, that never happens, happens, that happens so often. Hey, chill, 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 chill. Here, here's the deal. My man said. All I got to do is get in here and shut the door. <laughs> and he said, he said a potential chance of dying or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I got this, I got this controller. It goes up and down. Where do I sign up? <laughs> the latch was on the outside. Well, it, now, now people kept saying that. I didn't have a problem with that because you can't open it anyway. <laughs> And what you mean? You, you can't you, get out unless somebody is on the outside to let you out. The point, that's that's the why it's like that. Because when you go down that deep, if you do try to open it, it's going to blow up anyway. It's too much pressure. So you can't open it. My thing is, Antonio, if you have uh, $300,000 or three, however much it costs to take this ship to go down there, and somebody say, well, this is my last trip and y'all's too. And they try to open that door. I would rather not have the door to open just in case. bro. I don't know if this is going to be your last day or not. No door. I can't, I can't do it, bro. You can't. You're not supposed to get out. They had seven different scenarios of when shit get bad. <laughs> they didn't think of this one good. This no, they, did, they definitely this, didn't. This they one signed. was never uh, in a scenario based like, oh, could this shit implode? Nah. We ain't got to prepare for that. Or they, they was to, or they were told, and then they was like, no. Impossible. 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 I don't know, now, man, let's talk about something else that's rest, crazy. Rest in peace to the subs, bro. Rest. 
recipes to the subs. Subway, substitute teachers. Sub zero. Sub zero. All of them. Hey, Sub Zero, never rest in peace. Bro. Rest never in peace to him. Dog. Don't ever say that. So, all right. So, I got something else, and then I'll throw it to you. Um, I've said this on the past several episodes. I am not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, you are, bro. Stop saying, bro. For somebody to keep that's like somebody saying I'm not a racist. What? You are a racist. Who? No. Who says this? I have questions. Who? <laughs> Who says this? Is that I'm fair? not a conspiracy theorist on episode 161, episode 165, <laughs> episode 167, episode 171. Now, episode 174, my man once again says, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I got I'm sure questions. it's a documentary. Go no, ahead, it's not. DJ. It's not a doc. I know it's not you, a doc. Bro. It's going to be a doc, but Go it ain't ahead. one. Go ahead. It's, it's not a doc, but it's going to be one. It's going to be one. So, Michael Jordan, bro. Okay. I had to figure this out, bro, because I'm not a Jordan nationalist like so many people. Jordan can do no wrong in everybody's eyes. I don't understand it, bro. And it makes no sense to me. So congratulations, first of all, to Michael Jordan for selling his team. Uh, he Big paid a hundred and something million dollars for it, quadrupled the money. You know what I'm saying? He's getting back. It's cool. But I was sitting there, and I'm like, it. Jordan has a one of the biggest brands that we know as people, especially people of color. We know Jordan. And the past maybe five, six years, we've been hearing this terminology going around. You know it. I know it. We all know it. It's, it's the generational wealth. Everybody's talking about generational wealth, generational wealth, right? Okay, cool. Michael Jordan is a billionaire. He's I think it's up to like two point whatever million billion dollars or whatever the case may be. Cool. So it ain't that he don't have money. I couldn't understand what the point of him selling the team was outside of, all right, I'm done with this. I got NASCAR. I got this. I got my hand in this. I got my hand in that. So that was my explanation. But then it didn't seem so, uh, so obvious, bro. Mm -hmm. It didn't. And through Googles and through uh, Ask Jeeves and Classic. Yahoo. Classic Ask Jeeves. Hey, hey. That's, that's some millennial shit for you. G Ask Jeeves said, watch this. I yeah. said, all right, bet. And then this guy showed up and he said, okay, so actually Jordan makes 400 million a year from Jordan brand, blah, blah, blah. I can see math is not everybody's strong suit, so I'm going to help you guys out. Michael Jordan... His Forbes evaluation is $2.1 billion. If he was making $400 million a year from selling Nikes, outside of all his other investments, he would be worth a hell of a lot more than $2.1 billion. His evaluation took a hit when the Hornets lost their evaluation. Please understand what I'm saying. The vast majority of Michael Jordan's net worth is actually the ownership of the Hornets. And that goes for a ton of other billionaires, Jerry Jones, whoever. So let's just say Michael Jordan owns 66% of the Hornets. For easy math, that's two thirds of the Hornets. They're selling for three billion. He's getting two billion, right? So two billion worth plus the one hundred million from Nike. That's two point one billion. That's his evaluation. Now enough of that math. Let's get real. Two years ago, he made a terrible investment with Gabe Plotkin. By the way, that's a minority owner who's buying the damn Hornets. So he told Gabe, "Yo, go ahead and bet five hundred million of my money. I got you." It was like a verbal IOU. And Plotkin went and put a ton of money into the stock market, somewhere around $4 billion, and they lost. But instead of going to Jordan and saying, give me that $500 million, Plotkin said, I don't got it. I don't have the $4 billion I just bet. So then this man right here, Ken Griffin from Citadel, worth $32 billion, the richest man in Chicago, bailed them out. So Griffin gives Plotkin about $4 billion. None of this is a secret. This was about eight months after their bad bet. He buys them out and covers their ass. But then he wants his money. He's here to collect. So Plotkin owes him. So now Plotkin pays him. But now Jordan owes Plotkin. It's a little, it's a trickle-down effect. And Jordan don't got the money. Jordan made a bad bet. So he's got to sell his team to cover the bet. So he's selling to the guy he owes the money to. He's selling to his bookie. Now here's the thing. Plotkin used to work for Griffin. These are two multi-billionaires from Chicago, and they just fleeced Jordan out of ownership. And they're taking his team from him. Jordan just lost his seat at the big kids' table. He can go make his millions with Nike, and you guys can say what you want. But this is a man who got into a world he couldn't keep up in. The world of billionaires. And he lost out, and he's out of the game. They fleeced him, bruh.
<clears throat> so, you know, you see a video and it's viral video. I said, yeah, that does make sense. Michael Jordan is a gambler. He's always been a gambler. I think that we all know that. I think we all have conspiracies. It's well online. documented. It's well he, documented. Yes, yeah, well documented. I had to go look back. He 100% right, bro. It, these guys were in bed together. It is what it is. Um, what's sad about it, and I'm not saying Jordan didn't win. Jordan didn't win in regards to selling, you know, the team because he obviously made money. But at the same time, I knew something was up and something was funny. And what made me go down this rabbit hole and check this out, Antonio, is how nonchalant ESPN and all the all the sports shows and everything was about Michael Jordan selling this team. They kept it sweet. I ain't never seen Stephen A. Smith not talk so much, bro. Stephen A. Smith was like, well, listen, y'all. He made a good deal. He he sold it. He made he made his money. And he's not really the obviously he didn't have the success and da 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 that he wanted to have. No, F all that. We know how Jordan is a competitor. We know he's a competitor. We've always known him to be this way. So don't sell him short when something happens. Keep the same energy. What happened? And I knew something. That's what made me go down the rabbit hole. Is because if they had any type of well, you know, uh, it's just interesting to me. I don't, you know, he's the majority owner. He could have sold a little less than, you know, that. Obviously, he keeps a a minority stake in the in the team, which is good. But when you're the only majority owner that's a person of color and you do this, it has to lead for questions. And to that, I'll leave it to you. What you think? Um, I agree with that. But... It's still Jordan's fault. I don't. I, at the end of the day, I don't. I'm not. It, I'm not blaming. The, if they got him, they got. That's still Jordan's fault, bro. You did it. He did it. He bet it low. Like that's betting. I don't. I don't understand. I can't go to Vegas, lose money, and I'm blaming Delta for taking me to Vegas. Now it's Delta fault. No, it's my fault, bro. You can't, tri- bro. It, I, I just bought a new house. I got damn near eight. What is it? ADT, the people who try to do all your yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For they, security, they come to my door every yeah. goddamn day. They can finesse me if I if I'm in a bad situation. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And yeah, shut the door and go back to playing Call of Duty, bro. That's a they, fact. You you can't make me do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no, he has to take the majority of the blame for this. He like, lost. It is what it is. He got him. Or <sighs> we've seen this before, DJ. You want it to happen the other way. You want to hey. sell your team, or, or you, you want to go home? You want to go home? <laughs> we've seen, uh, we seen, we seen hey. Princess Diana. Hey, we seen the Sopranos. Yeah, we seen. They gave him a, they gave him a list. We so gave him a list. Hey, what your boy Tony say in, in Scarface? Hey, don't fuck me, Tony. Hey, don't do it. So, which way do y'all want to happen? I mean. They gonna get their money, one way or another. They gonna get their money one way or another. He with his he with his wife chilling in Miami, his son with his his Scotty Pippen dog. They chilling. He he got a he paid him back. I'm good. That's I'm, it. Hey, That's he, it. Hey, but That's you not, have to fork up the team. Don't. Hey, good. Because if not, it would have been. See, <laughs> the more you fuck around, the more you're gonna find out. And that's it. That's it, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't blame nobody but Jordan, bro. That's hey, his fault. That's a hundred percent facts, bro. And uh, what else you got for us, man? There's so much other stuff to talk about. We uh, it is. I know. I know. Last thing. Um, yeah, I do want to we... say. I do want to say this real briefly. Real briefly. Um, ESPN layoffs. That's what I was going to bring up. Go. No. Nope, yep. So, um, let me let me speak. Uh, ma- uh micro or uh, macro right now. Mm-hmm. USA isn't a problem. We're in debt, right? We in debt, debt, debt damn three trillion, bro. Yeah. And, and every day our debt going up. So 
even probably at your job, and I'm talking to the listeners out there, oh, yeah. is probably doing layoffs, freezes, no hires. So I don't understand why, it, like, people on social media act like what's happening on the TV, some of it isn't happening to you, right? Like, unemployment, right? People are like, oh, what do you mean unemployment's at 40%? But they don't have a job, and they're looking at it. Like, it's it's a real thing. So these layoffs are real. Now, I don't know how much money they in debt. I don't know how much money they got to try to save. Or they getting all the money they can to get Shannon Sharp and uh, your boy uh, McAfee. Pat McAfee. Yeah, yeah. from, from yeah. the Colts. The, pit, yeah. the punter for the Colts, right? Yeah. But it's their business. Unfortunately, they could do what they want. Now, I'm shitty because I love these people that they let go, right? Like, I, we grew up watching these people. Yeah. You got the Steph Van, I mean, uh, Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, you got Derrick Rose. You got Max Kellerman. You got all this these other. Derrick Rose. Bro. What's Jaylen. his name? Derrick Rose? Julian Jesus Rose? Crazy. Jesus Rose. Rose. He ain't retired yet, bro. Uh, He's still Rose out there. Is a, uh, <laughs> Guns two and pox, Roses. Two Pox Guns Rose. Is... <laughs> What's his name? Hey, the Rose, is, Rose is doing bad right now. Jalen Rose. Yeah. But it don't, I don't want to see, first of all, I don't even care about, because I've never met these people. I care about people that I care about, right? I don't want to yes, see them lose their job. So for sure. I, I don't want to see anybody lose their job. But if you don't own it, I could get fired tomorrow for my job. Yeah, I feel you. It, it is what it is. I can't control it, bro. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I understand we're feeling bad for these individuals. You know, they, they made millions. And hopefully they saved. Hopefully they didn't make right they investments. Will. Or, it ain't over. Everybody or, act like it's over. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or hopefully that door closed. But there's other avenues and other sport cat, sports is not going anywhere, bro. You got to understand. Fox Sports Network. Fox Sports Network. All of Anything. Do your own all stuff. All of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's how I feel about it. I, it sucks because sports is going to be different. Football. It's going to be different this year. Basketball is going to be different. Like, okay, cool. But th this happened before, right? So it definitely did. It, and I feel like we kind of knew. Well, I pay attention to the blogs. So I kind of saw, like, you know, they were saying something about a shift. They kept saying it's going to be a shift. Um, I don't have a – look, this is life, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it don't matter if you working at the biggest corporate job in the world, bro. You can get You can get moved. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, bro. <laughs> I don't know, but I will say this. Is it a doc? No, it's not a doc this time. It's not a doc, but it might be. It might be. Listen, here's the thing. Breaking up Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy and uh, what's his name? Damn it! I uh, wrote his name down. Derrick Rose. Uh, no, 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 Mike Green. Don't ever do that, bro. Don't ever do that. Break. <laughs> getting rid of getting rid of Jeff Van Gundy out of that That's is so, wild. It's wild, bro. And I figured to myself, I said, "There's got to be something there," because you okay. Jeff Van Gundy has been known to be against the grain. He's always been against the grain. He calls out refs for bad calls. Every time. He calls out the NBA. The rules. For, uh, rule, terrible uh, rules. I, hey, it could be a, bro, this is like the Bible, bro. He calls it all out. Yeah. It's got, hey, if they were going to do some layoffs, somebody was going to get the ax that might not have necessarily, it might not have necessarily been about the views. It might not have been about the ratings. But you gotta throw somebody else gotta somebody else gotta go. And I think I think he was the one. I think he was the one. And it's unfortunately, it's unfortunate because again, he called it like it is. And we as the fans, we like that. But in entertainment and you know, in a business, I can see Adam Silver and those, you know, big heads being like, hey. We can't have a prime TV, prime, prime TV, prime, prime playoffs, and he's acting like it's set up. He bashed, he bashed the NBA. It's not good. I love it. Don't, I, no, I love it. I love it. I, I need, I, love it. I, need more, I need more people like it. Fact. But I can understand them making that decision because those guys are great on TV. Imagine, 
you know, yeah. Kenny, Shaq, Ernie. Imagine them being on TV and they're and all of a sudden. you only let go of Char- 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 Charles Barkley. Barkley, he got to go. <laughs> you know he's the one that, hey, he ain't with the BS. He said so much crazy stuff. We get it. But we also know they make that show. That show is wonderful. That show is great. We look forward to watching them. They are real, authentic. Come on, bro. It's something to that. I, Definitely I, something. I agree. I don't. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No, of course not. No, course not, not me. Yeah, no. it's no. not a doc yet. But what else you got, bro? That's it, man. We cooking. Um, we cooking. I, I think. Um, I want to thank the fans, bro. Okay. Um, I, I like I said, you know, we've been in a transition right now of you know yeah. just life. We're just doing stuff all the time, man. So Thanks. I appreciate y'all um, asking y'all. when the next episode coming out. When we doing this, we'll be doing that. So. Like I said, we getting yeah. through it, bro. Uh, no doubt. If y'all got, uh, we working on a couple interviews too. So if you got any uh, suggestions for us or whatever, let us know. Um, I, I love it, bro. Uh, one thing I want to ask since you're talking about sports, mm-hmm. it has been brought to the NCAA, which I don't know if it's passed yet or not, but they're going to pass where you can smoke weed. Weed is not going to be tested anymore. That's good. That's good. So. I'm with it. I'm with it. If it's legal, it's legal, bro. Make it across. If it's a, hey, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Hey, hey, if y'all got it in baseball, it's if it's cool in baseball. If it's cool in hockey. No, if no, it's no. cool, those are all facts. I would never argue that. Hey, I don't care about any of that though. Have y'all ever been around weed heads in college? Boy, these... some people hoop better, bro. Some people they hoop better. They they, but they life ain't better. It could be. It, do you realize what the what the studies and the analytics are between like all the like there's different types of different weed, bro. It's not just I need to get high. Like there are different strains of marijuana that help with literally it helps what's, with what's physical. the different strains that, that athletes are using? They're using the same weed that they get from the weed, man, bro. I you would can... rather no, it's not true. They're going to dispensaries. You go to the dispensary, maybe now, things. maybe now. That's I'm what I'm saying. When we, it's, when we when were we, back though? No, we just no. went to get uh, well, they did. I we, didn't do nothing. They, they did. They did. <laughs> they did. Who's we? It's CBD now. There's mm-hmm. different, you know, THA. But if you get out there and you're not performing, I give a fuck about if you perform. Are you performing? Are you, is it, it, it does it look like you high on the court and you're not performing? If that's the case, that's got to be addressed. But if you're taking something to that's herbal, that uh, is not just pain medication, is going to give you, in 20 years, you're going to lose your liver. So, so or whatever the case may be. So it, it, let's stay down that same road, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going off of legal, right? If not it's legal, legal, not okay. legal. What well, weed's not legal. I'm not, I'm not going off just because it's legal. I'm well, going off. I'm, I'm, not, I'm going well, go off the, after, after the health benefits of it from doctors. There are, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm talking about it from that perspective. So all out, weed out. is a health benefit. All no, weed. no, it's not. So this is what I'm saying. So how would you know that he's taking the healthy one or she's taking the healthy one or not? Well, first of all, let me let me redirect my my answer. It depends on your body because it's right. not like it's not like alcohol. You right. you see what I'm saying? It's not like alcohol. So certain people have it to deal with anxiety. Some people don't need uh, a, a sativa, which is an upper. Some people need an indica. Bring them down, right. calm, relieve stress. Some people need certain uh, strains for injuries, you know what I'm saying, dealing with certain pains. But there's literally been research done that they're dealing with certain things that, that actually help them versus hurt, so which we've seen I, with I, certain medications. I agree with that. I'm not, that's not even what I'm. Um... If they give a meth, then I think. No, so we're we going to keep it with. We're going to keep it with. You know, like the like you said, the legal part, or at least let's say a doctor Both, says all it's of it, okay, all of right? It, all of it, right? I'm, and I'm sticking with weed. I'm with you. I'm even some people to study. They need certain pills, right, to get focused and all this other stuff. That's cool. But I was going to say, where does it stop? Like, if alcohol is legal, can they come to the game drunk or drinking? Right. To me, That's it's like you. you are inviting 
a distraction. Mm-hmm. It could focus that one player, but now only DJ can drink and Antonio can. No, that's not the rule. We all could drink. Okay. Let's all take shots in the, in the fucking layup line. Let's all... Once again, nobody's going to be smoking the layup. Right? I'm, right? I'm, for I'm, sure, I'm for sure. I'm indulging in this yeah. story. But what I'm saying is, where does it stop at certain points? And once again, this is a person who's never done a drug in my life, right? So I'm biased right. in not doing drugs. And once again, I want to put that out there. So I know that there's benefits in certain weed strands and stuff like that. Sure. But if you're making it legal just to smoke weed, like... You think these kids gonna be studying this shit, bro? They like, oh, it's gangbusters, dog. So what? So so my my rebuttal to that would ask you if there are health benefits to it. Obviously, they smoke it for for a reason. Not, I would say, if they know that they have a game that night, it would not or a game coming up. I would assume in the Big Ten, the ACC, like certain you, you're playing for goals, you're playing for scholarships or whatever the case may be. I would assume you're not doing that to be impaired while you play. I would assume that and that's because what I want you, to make sure because if you do, you know that you're going to lose that because you're ass. You got a problem now. I would assume that, but I would I would rebuttal you saying that because what would be the difference between them taking a Xanax pill? That was prescribed to them by the league's doctor or whatever the case may be or whatever the pill is to take away your pain that's going to literally physically not only just make you addicted to it, but physically hurt you, your your insides, everything about it. And doesn't necessarily, they don't have no health benefits. So this I don't think there's the any earth. difference. I agree there, with you. They shouldn't be doing that either, right? Maybe true. after the game, right? After the game, for healing purposes, whatever anxiety, because I would had say a not during. I would say not during, right. and that's but, what I want to make sure. It's not I, during or before. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want to make sure, right? I, if I, I had a party smoking weed and it's a bye week, I don't care. Do crack. Bro, I don't, don't care, don't do crack. dog. Don't do crack, bro. Bro, I know. <laughs> don't hey, do it. But they do wanna, it. Look, but they do look, it. I love Illinois State. Party is a party, bro. I love Illinois State, but I saw some things at Illinois State. And guess what? I don't care. But when it's time for us to get on this gridiron, it's time for us to get in between these lines, I need you to be clear-eyed, bro. But that's that's right there. That's what I'm saying. Is exactly what will happen. Because if you go out there and you not, and you no, if you go out there and you not, you know the results, or the results are it's gonna happen. You said you you know how many people who could play better high. That's what you said at the beginning of this. Yes. That's not what you need to be doing, though. But what I'm saying is, is that some people play, be- some people do certain things. Not when you think of high, you think of high and fun. When I said and high, that could be true. I mean, when I when I say when I say high, some I don't necessarily mean it in a negative way. I mean it like right. they 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 did whatever they did, whether it was edible, whether they smoked it, whether they did whatever. Some people use when it comes to marijuana, people. Paint it as a, as a, as a, as a uh, so negative. They paint it as so negative, and that's been done, and it's been put in our brains for so long. Very true. But it's not the same as alcohol. It's well, not see, the that's, same. And as, that's what translates in my head. I've never that, been high, right? It's always but been, I've been that drunk, way. So I have to correlate it with whatever you're it's saying. Not of, the, okay, that's like being drunk, and I don't. Know. And it's not the same. Good, good, because good, good. these these players are going out on whether you're a player or not. Well, I will take an edible, a, a indica, or whatever the case may be. I deal with anxiety. It brings my anxiety down. I'm sitting. I'm chilling. I'm watching a movie. I'm relaxed. But I ain't belligerent. <laughs> but if I drink too much, it's a, it's um, I'd make the worst decision. So would you, you do that edible and then go DJ a set? Not that edible, no. Because I'm so. I'm would not, you do any edible and go DJ a set? No, because I can't handle that. But that's my, but that's my body. I know. I mean, I know and, me. and that, that could be I'm true. I'm saying. I, I'm saying. Maybe I you know, would take a shot. But maybe. Maybe you take a shot. Then go there, DJ, right? But maybe if there was something that I'm. You know what I'm saying? That I'm comfortable with, then maybe so. But I haven't made it to that point yet. I got is you. what I'm saying. But I do know plenty of DJs who, you know what I'm saying, who who smoke before they play and they don't drink at all. Like they smoke, they do not drink. They don't take one sip. You bring them a shot, you know how they take the shot? They take it and they throw it over because they, they don't want that. But this calms them down. This gets them right. They're in a the groove and they can. I understand that, I but think I think the, it's an I age think the, thing, though, bro. That's, that's, that, that's what I'm bringing up. 
We're talking about adults. I'm talking about kids oh, in man. college, bro. Like, they're not going to be – I don't I know, you. I think the minority are the people who are going to take this serious, find out what their body needs, and, and go play their game, right, or yeah. take it after. The majority of the kids, bro, you tell them that they can smoke weed and they ain't going to get tested, they finna they're going to make bro. bad decisions. Because they're already wilding out and it's illegal. That I can that I can agree with you. They're already wilding out. It's about responsibility. That's what I'm saying. If you, if my I, son, you have to be responsible. if I tell my son nine o'clock is the curfew and he ain't made it in at nine o'clock yet, and I say, all right, ain't no curfew. What the? F- <laughs> you think he's gonna show yeah. up now at nine? Yeah. Ten? Yeah. Unfortunately, it's about I the hope bad that doesn't happen. But yeah. what I'm saying is, I want the kids to be responsible, right? Once yes. again, like I said, I and, think that we both can agree on that. It's be, it's about being responsible. It and is. I, again, I'm still learning about all this stuff because I never smoked at all until like the past like year, and and now I kind of with the research and 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 learning, I never bought nothing off of anybody on the street ever. My stuff has always came straight from a dispensary where they were knowledgeable. They told me what was going on because. The only other time I did it was at a dispensary, and I am, I ain't a conspiracy theorist, bro. But there was a time where I took some edibles and was like, man, this ain't hitting me. This ain't doing nothing. It ain't, it ain't doing nothing because I'm used to alcohol. I drink, I, we eating, we chilling. Setting is great. I know how to control the alcohol. I ain't know how to control that. Now that was a problem that night, because if I'm not mistaken, I think you called me one night. I called you, and I was looking at my phone, bro. You was wild, bro. I wanted to answer the phone. <laughs> no, I ain't up talking to you. You just don't know. That's what I'm saying. I ain't up talking it's to you. It's not good. It's not good. So it, you're it, talking the, gibberish. So, so what you're saying is right. It's about being responsible, and that's and that's what I want. Because and, and once again, so your lens is based off of what you saw, right? So my lens, I got to stand, is based off of how I lived it, right? My lens is through a D1 college athlete that did nothing, yeah. and the shit that I saw was crazy. So yeah. it's like now, if you're taking the reins off, the governor off, you think they ain't finna wild out even more? Like to me, it's like that's the part that I'm scared of. And the worst I saw some thing, crazy shit. And the worst thing is for you, and we can leave it at this. The worst thing for you, if you see somebody miss a layup, and you feel, if you feel. If I smell it, uh, if you you, you don't even you 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 don't even got to smell it. If you feel, yeah, bro, it's gonna be a problem. You did you? Hey, it's me and you, cause I know you did. You gonna be like, I, I, I I'm, I'm doing the drug testing now. That's a fact, <laughs> and that's what it would. That's be. that's a fact, man. It is what it is. But you know, like I said, I think it's responsibility. Yeah. You know, I, I man, I. Can we redo college, bro? You got weed oh, legal now. Oh my god! You got I, you got nil deals. You got I'm no affirmative action, so we can't even get into college anyway. So it don't I'm even finna do. Now, I'm finna do what I did with you, bro. Like when matter, you went, when, when you went to, when you went to um when you went to ISU, man, and I came there and I went to school too. Look, my my son is about to go down to Daytona next week, bro, and he's going to school in Daytona, and he got they got a dorm and everything. I'm gonna just go ahead and get the dorm, but I'm just not gonna come out of it and go party because I don't want. Well, I don't, hey, ain't gonna be nothing. I'm just gonna stay there in the dorm. I miss dorm life. That's <laughs> silly, man. I miss dorm life. Listen, y'all, we appreciate y'all. We got so many other things to get to, but what I do want to do, I know that you guys want us to talk about the Kiki Palmer and Usher and all that stuff. We've touched on a lot tonight. We ain't going that far. I just want to wait on Usher's response before we give our opinion on what happened. If you don't know what happened there, go check it out, and we'll talk about it on the next episode of the A-Square Podcast. Visit us, asquarepodcast.com. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, also, man, just make sure y'all, YouTube is very important, guys. We're building that up. Make sure y'all check us out there. And we will have some affiliates as well uh, explaining to you guys, you know, how we podcast, what we, you know, the equipment and all that stuff. I got some new things coming for everybody out there, man. So y'all know what it is, bro. Antonio, what you always tell the people, fam? To the old listeners, the people who called on at episode 100, 
the people who caught on on our four-year anniversary, to the people listening for the first time. You'll never know the story behind Keep Your Shoes By Your Feet, but just make sure you do. That's it. Don't. I've had people come up, oh, so what does that mean? I say, ha-ha. You will and never walk know. off, bro. And, uh, you do. Interpret it how you want. Just keep your shoes by your feet, bro. That's it, bro. That's it. I always have mine by my feet. No, man. that's a lie. And that's a You fact. are the reason for this story. That's it, though. Never. It's never. <laughs> so anyway, man, <laughs> make sure you guys check the description for all of our links, man. Cornbread Movie Review. Uh, always got some great things going on there. Uh, I am it. DJ Ron across the board. Tonio uh, Cornbread, Cornbread 1016. 1016 and, bro. Yep. There you go, man. So y'all check out the uh, description, and we'll catch y'all on the next run, man. It's the A-Square Podcast, y'all. We out of here. Peace.